Hi, I'm Prof Xmas. And I'm Lux. Welcome to Come Out Swinging. We are a loving and committed couple discussing swinging over 40. We hope to inspire, explore, and entertain as we discuss our journey through the swinging experience. All right, so here we are. This is the very first uh, attempt. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. Uh, this is the very first the f- very first episode of our little uh, podcast here, um, and uh, like I said, we're we're interested in sharing some of our experiences, mm-hmm. thinking about what it's like to um, not just uh, not just be into swinging, but also to enter in the entire lifestyle. Um, a, what feels like a little bit later than most, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of people seem to age into our our bracket right. and they've already been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and um we're actually kind of comparatively we're we're kind of greenhorns at this but um it feels like there's a little bit of a at least to me anyway uh, like oh, a little yeah. bit of a a little bit of a gap in talking uh, people who are talking about the kind of experience that we're having right yeah definitely because yeah I mean, we started out over 40, you know, with everything that that brings with it, you know, pretty busy, like in our careers and like, I have a kid and, Mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of stuff. We're super busy. We're, you know, we started dating, you know, I was over 40. You were Mm -hmm. almost 40. (laughs) Almost 40. I was a little young buck. (laughs) (laughs) You cougar. (laughs) But we didn't actually start the swinging. We had we had the conversations about it before mm-hmm. um, you turned forty. But after yeah. that, like we weren't even in the lifestyle until after we were both over forty. So here yeah. we are. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of useful things I think to think about as we're talking about our experience. Like we're not um, we're not we're not wealthy. I mean, we've seen some some evidence that there's a you know there's a uh, there's a lot of people who are in the lifestyle who have a lot of, uh, a lot of means. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, great for, great for them. You know, it's, that's a, you know, wonderful life to have it achieved or have been born into or whatever. Um, but we're coming from a little bit of a different perspective in that that's not, um, that's not where we come from in terms of our entire sort of lives, you know, life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, so there, there, we'll probably have a little bit of a sense of that kind of, that kind of perspective. Right. Um, and also being over 40 and being, mm-hmm. you know, a little older, you, you I have a mom bod. Mm-hmm. I have, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I'm and, not a dad, but I've got a dad bod. <laughs> but, you know, we're not walking around being completely Naked. perfect, oh. you know, <laughs> like this amazing disposable income and mm-hmm. and whatnot but we're having plenty of fun yeah it's true and we're meeting a lot of really awesome people in the process mm-hmm. um especially as we've been um through some of the experiences that we've been having and uh which we hope will pan out into future episodes we'll get into the details uh of some of this stuff but um right now it's really more a matter of getting started you know like Right. Um, thinking about getting started, we're starting. We're starting this uh, little experiment, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah. So, th- thinking about starts, let's talk about how we got started. What? What? How did? How did we end up um, getting into those first little baby steps that reached right. where we are now? Mm-hmm. Well, I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship and. You know, 15 years is a long time, especially in the world of dating and like how things have evolved and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so um, a friend of mine had had great luck with online dating. And, you know, you think of, I don't know, used to think of online dating as, oh my gosh, what a joke. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, really? That's how you met? But anyway. That is not something, like, even the early days of OkCupid, that was mm -hmm. not something that you admitted to anybody. Right. How did you meet? online (laughs) like a creep (laughs) 
But now that's how it's done. So mm. me liking adventure and like, I'll give it a try. You know, I tried mm. it out and you were the first person I made contact with mm-hmm. <laughs> because you asked for what you wanted. You asked for what you wanted in your profile. Um, and one of the things that you said, you know, you had a really cute little picture and mm. immaculate grammar and lots of great things. But uh, I take a killer selfie. <laughs> he does. But one of the things that you said over and over and over again was ethically non-monogamous. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Mm. But it sounds good coming out of a, you know, sexless, long-term relationship. I'm like, I'm not looking for my next husband or, you know. Mm-hmm. any of that so i was like this sounds pretty good let me just check this out and see what happens mm-hmm. and so uh i think you said ethically non-monogamous five times in, oh yeah at least in your profile yeah <laughs> and there there's a there's a reason for that of course it was that um i was also kind of coming out of a long-term relationship that had started to experiment with uh um it started started to experiment with an open relationship sort of poly situation in oh i think for reasons that probably you know like weren't healthy like you read all the literature and all the, all the books and it was really like you know what was going on was opening the relationship not for not because we're you know non-monogamous really um or you know, anyway it was a hot mess that was basically it um, but it was at least philosophically something that I'd realized by that point, at least that, you know, it's just something that I always was always missing from my own, my own life mm-hmm. and my own, um, my own, uh, desire to feel like a complete person was this, um, this, this, uh, non-monogamous element i wasn't quite sure what it was supposed to be like but a non-monogamous element that um i was really i was really ignoring and really really good at not you know and and not sort of indulging Mm -hmm. i wasn't you know i was not a um i like i especially like my later relationships i wasn't much of a a cheater but i did have to deal with that like that experience of being called a lot of names if I wanted to do things like date or something. Right. And a couple of my experiences online, you know, with online dating before we met, I was, I think I like started to increase the number of times that I said ethically non-monogamous because I would, I would look. made it crystal clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was leading with it because I wanted to weed out everybody who wasn't, who wasn't on board with that. Um, that sound was the cat jumping off the <laughs> couch. Um, or the chair there. But, um, the yeah you know I'd, I'd meet people and go on dates and it was like oh you know i'd front lead with this is the kind of relationship that i want um i want a non-monogamous relationship and at the time i was thinking poly um and i like i was getting into relationships with somebody who was it was you know we we're doing the poly thing mm-hmm. um and uh you know too often i would encounter people who were just like okay, that's great, but you need to stop that now. Because yeah. it's foolish. Yeah, like if we're going to date more than three times, then you must uh, devote your soul to me, etc. Yeah, or whatever, or just a lot of negative criticism. Um, but yeah, that was, that was how I came into our experience, was mm-hmm. uh, thinking that I was probably Polly. Later I would learn that that's not true. I that, That's not it for mm-hmm. me, but... Um, yeah, that's, that's how we got, that's how we got started. That's how we entered into. Right. Yeah. And I didn't even know what ethical non-monogamy was, so I had to Google it. And then (laughs) after, after we met and, um, had our first date and shut down my OkCupid account (laughs) right away. And, um, uh, I was just smitten with you Mm -hmm. and... You lent me two books on poly and ethical non-monogamy and because I wanted to know more. I'm like, this is fascinating. This sounds great. Mm -hmm. This sounds like something I could get into. I mean, if nothing else, I would just like to learn about it. So I uh, 
He lent me uh, Ethical Slut mm-hmm. and uh, Tristan Terramino's Opening Up. Mm-hmm. And that book really spoke to me. It just had a bunch of different definitions of different configurations of relationships. And I was like, you know, I don't. I'm not Polly, not, not that that's a bad thing, but I'm like a single mom. I just don't have time for, or desire. I don't have time or desire for all of those relationships. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I saw the definition for swinger. And even though, you know, you hear about it, you know, like from the seventies with the, Mm -hmm. you know, put your keys in the bowl and everybody go to the different rooms and right. Do whatever you're going to do. The hairy-chested guy with the Coke spoon. Right, right, and the medallion. (laughs) And, you know, you have all these ideas of what that is. But I read that definition, and I was just like, that's interesting, because I could do that. You have, like, a touchstone person, and, you know, it can look a a bunch of different ways. But I thought, okay, that way sounds most appealing to me. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I'm really glad you let me that book because it was very modern mm-hmm. it was very matter of fact mm-hmm. it was just like just like Tristan Terramino just straightforward and explained a lot of different things and I was I actually got excited you know because yeah. I've always been kind of you know like in I've often been kind of a jealous person but I was like you know this this might work mm-hmm. I could try this out and right. we you know we tried it out we yeah, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but anyway, <laughs> that's kind of where I, Right. that was my introduction to that. And you were still thinking you were Polly at the time. Yeah. Because you were seeing someone when we started mm-hmm. dating, and mm-hmm. you were in a Polly relationship. Yeah, like a V sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's the one where it's like, you're not, um, like, so I had my, I had my partner, my partner in that sort of relationship, I guess. Um, and it, it, for me, it didn't really feel good. And you, you know, you mentioned that touchstone thing. And I think that's actually one of the things as, as we've reached to the present, you know, you know, entered into the present, I think that ended up being one of the core things that was really missing from that experience was that sense that I had like a secure touchstone. Like I have a, I have a, you know, I have a home, I have this uh you know i have this i have this uh you know core relationship where i feel safe and loved and nurtured and um and then we go and have these experiences and adventures together and that's um that's not something i was really feeling with that particular you know that that particular experience wasn't quite working it was too there there were a little too many reminders too that you know as as i was trying to be doing, you know, poly and trying to do the emotional investment. Um, I was getting a lot of, um, you know, reminders that I was definitely not safe in that relationship. Right. um, You were not the primary. Not by a long shot. Mm -hmm. It was really just sort of like, if any, if I need to, I will, you know, shut this off and never speak to you again. Kind of, I was like, that really doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but as we were, as we were talking and you, you know, we had that conversation where you pointed out the swinger chapter and you said, this is something I could probably do. Um, that's a little bit more my style. I want to be with you and we want, I want to, you know, more a part of the, you know, the experience. You were even like starting to talk about lining up a threesome with, (laughs) (laughs) um, that, that relationship ended before that could happen. But, uh, but, you, you know, you kind of, you know, planted a, a little bit of that seed. And I was thinking back to it, um, the example is a lot more like how I, I want my own model to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, feels, it feels good to have a partner with whom I share adventures mm-hmm. rather than um, trying to create and foster a bunch of, you know, a whole bunch of, like, um, equal weight relationships or... Or whatever, whatever it is, it's just, um, I just, I just realized that that's not my style. It's not the, um, Mm -hmm. I don't have the, I don't have the emotional bandwidth, really, you know? Right. I definitely don't. And like you, I don't have the time. Yeah. My, my work schedule alone sometimes. 
it's gets, crushing. Yeah, yeah, it gets. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't produce the, the. I can't produce time that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, neither can you or anybody else. Um, yeah. So let's take a quick break, uh, partially to kick the cat out of the room who's getting <laughs> restless. Um, <laughs> All right, so that's how we that's how we met and how we kind of figured out that swinging was the at least the the best option for us mm-hmm. as uh, two people in the world figuring out our our best selves. Right. Um, but we didn't, you know, we didn't just jump off of okay, Cupid and go straight into swapping or anything like that. No, we did not. It was a it was definitely a slow burn. I mm-hmm. think just. Uh, you know, we started dating in, what, March? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, had a lot of fun, had a lot of adventures. And then it was like, hey, how about we try out this sex club? Mm-hmm. Like, I tried out this other club years ago. You did. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a sex club, but I'd right. read about it. And I was like, that sounds really intriguing. <laughs> right, yeah. I went to the... Uh... Uh, the fancy one in town before it had officially closed, and it, it was it was an experience. It was, I was definitely it was. Um, How many years ago was that before we met? Was that like a year? Oh, that was it. Somewhere around there. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I hadn't been I hadn't been in an you know doing you know doing an open you know relationship really that long by the time we met. Right, but I thought yeah. you'd gone on a date like several years before we met, and that's where you had that experience. I didn't know how long the place. Had yeah. been open or closed mm-hmm. or any of that. It, it closed like a month or two after that. Okay. Um, and then uh, stayed closed for a while and mm-hmm. then reopened. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was like my second date with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was and <laughs> to say Which the is least, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty, but intense. That's yeah, intense. yeah. I mean, I was I was overstimulated. That was the um, that's like the best way to put it. I and you probably you know should have some conversations before you go. Yeah, I wasn't at that stage where I'd like really I really understood how to have those conversations. It was mm-hmm. you know like any learning experience. It's like after, you know after the fact, like oh, okay, well, what would have been a better version of that? <laughs> probably probably a pretty in depth conversation about what exactly. Um, what, what it, boundaries what is, or something? Boundaries for sure. Um, like what you want it to look like. Yeah, like, like what, what kind of experience you're trying to have. Because we were definitely, I mean, I was like pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, it was neat, you know, but it was not like, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything anywhere close to the scale that you and I ended up experiencing <laughs> as we progressed to like later. But mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about that chapter. I wasn't sure if that was the route you wanted to go down at all, but then we had that like nude beach experience. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which made me think that you were probably, uh, you were probably the kind of adventurous that would maybe want to check out a place. And that was, um, that was, that was the first seed. Cause, cause I mean, you, you just... Okay, I thought you were taking us to a nude beach, and the entire time... <laughs> I definitely was not. That was not my intention. Yeah, but I did not know that. <laughs> we just kept driving until all of a sudden it was like, clothing optional. And I was like, oh, okay, well... <laughs> this is where we're going. And I was yeah. like, uh, I was just looking for a parking space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a flat part of the beach. Right, yeah, yeah. That was like nope. a brisk spring day, like one of the first like nice days, and you know, it's like right on a river, so of course it was mm-hmm. extra cold over there. But I didn't want you to think I wasn't like, you know, down. So <laughs> we got out to the beach, and I just stripped off my clothes. I was just like, oh, holy crap! <laughs> Look at that. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if he's gonna do it, mm-hmm. I'm going in too. Yeah, I was pretty a little competitive. Well, you know, <laughs> like he can't be the only one doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, okay. So I, you know, I don't think I've ever been naked quite like that in public before, but mm-hmm. we stripped off our clothes. Yeah. 
and it, and we got in the river and mm-hmm. it was no big deal. Yeah. Other no. than being super fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, even even the gust of wind that blew the sand into all of our picnic stuff, like. <laughs> Oh, that I, that was like that was like the only downside was mm-hmm. the way, but otherwise it was like, you know, kind of a fun, liberating way to spend mm-hmm. a, a kind of a warmish spring day. Yeah. Uh, jumping into the ice cold like fresh winter melt though that's not maybe uh, <laughs> that's save that for late summer. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, so we had that experience and um you know mm-hmm. i'm usually pretty much down for anything i'll try anything yeah usually mm-hmm. right and so <clears throat> when you mentioned in october that you're like i want to try the sex club and i was like i'll go to a sex club with you mm-hmm. right and so we were like oh halloween that's perfect let's go as most as we've seen over the years many people do they're like ooh. We're going to go for Halloween. Right. Yes. Like, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to dress up in our sexy costumes and go to a sex club. Mm-hmm. It'd be crazy. As, like, sort of a... As sort of, like, a last-minute decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was... I definitely... Th- see, I thought that you'd probably be a safe person to ask because I've, I've actually, I've actually floated the idea a couple of times throughout my life with, uh, you know, serious relationships. And by the time we got to October, we were definitely in a serious relationship Mm -hmm. with one another and realized that we wanted to be this core partner, uh, this core partnership and very much in love by then. Mm -hmm. I was totally, I was, I mean, let's be honest. I was pretty much smitten the second I walked into the rum club and, or the uh, bar. It's okay. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I was pretty much spent in the second I walked in and saw and like saw you. You know, it's like very um, excited and um, turned on, and and um, it just got better from there. You know, uh, and you know, was, I'm gonna get sappy. It just, it just keeps getting better from there. So. <laughs> Uh, I know I'm laying on the cheese extra thick right now, but that's how I feel. Um, but, uh, you know, it's like, it's one of those sort of kind of float the idea and the response is not usually that great. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, how dare, you know, how dare you? (laughs) You're like, well, I was just kidding or, you know, right. Yeah. Ew, that's disgusting. And, you know, you're like, oh, I wasn't serious. And then the whole, like. You know, they, they, you know, discussion about the, the stereotypes happen. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm not going to this place with like key party, some dude with a medallion, you know, whatever it is. I'm a good girl. I don't go do that stuff. Right. I'm a good girl. I don't do those things. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy about Elvis. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. So, but we didn't go on Halloween. We decided to go a couple days earlier. <laughs> To check it's it true. out. We wanted to... We, we went got on so a, excited about the idea that yeah. we were like, let's just go. And also, <laughs> and also, I think we wanted to go on a scouting mission first yeah. to see if that's how we wanted to spend our Halloween. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. Yep. Yeah. And so we went on like a... What was it? A Thursday night? Yeah. Yeah, Thursday? it was. Yeah, it was like two days prior. Yeah. Night. And it was, it was like a, a business executive night. Oh, yeah. Night, which, you know, as far as, like, dress-up play or whatever, it's like, oh, I'm all about that. Let's just, sure. That's an easy one. That's an easy one yeah, to yeah. do. And so, you, love, you love dressing up and I do love dressing up. I do. I like being in, you know, gives you something to talk mm-hmm. about with people. It gives you, yeah. you know, commonality right off the bat, mm-hmm. typically, unless you're the only one dressed up, which I often am. Which we, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's something we actually started to learn, like, it, 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 as, as we, as we have gone to the clubs around here, um, the, uh, theme night, the theme nights are a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. That's, they're not going to, they're not going to, they're not going to keep you from entering if you're not wearing the we thought because of course all of the webs you know everything on the website said that you know dress code mandatory like mm-hmm. you know really heavy-handed language about what you're so we thought we literally would not be able to enter the building right if we weren't dressed like in theme yeah right yeah, yeah in whatever that whatever that looked like mm-hmm. yeah 
And so we went in, and I think we were the only couple on that Thursday in oh, theme. Yep, only e- ones. Including the staff. Like, they were like, oh, it's... And the staff <laughs> did not give a shit. No, we usually don't. <laughs> They're like, oh, what night is it? Mm-hmm. Um, but we went, and um, it was absolutely nothing like I had expected. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Um, the place at the time was, you know... Slight, it needed some um, updates, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It had been around for a while. Yeah. Um, the owners had done a fine job with it, but it definitely needed some updates. It was a little, you know, I wouldn't say run down. It was just kind mm-hmm. of dated. Yeah, and, um, yeah. But... I loved it because I love dive bars. And I, yes. That's like... I, I was it, like... it had kind of a kitsch factor to it yeah, a little yeah. bit. But, I, you know, there weren't people fucking everywhere. That's what I thought. I'm like, they're going to be people mm-hmm. fucking... From, like, wall, from the window to the wall, right? (laughs) But there weren't, you know? You walk Mm -hmm. in, it's very professional. They read you the rules. They take you on a tour. That's what the thing was. They gave you a tour on that night. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's what we wanted to do. We're like, okay, we'll take the, you know, the tour around Mm -hmm. the place so we Mm -hmm. learn. Yeah. um, Kind of the layout and what's expected and what's not. And that Mm -hmm. was great. That was pretty Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, there weren't. People just fucking everywhere. It was just like some people were in rooms, some people mm-hmm. were over there having a drink, some people were, you know. Yeah, there was a lot of people just kind of hanging dancing. out, dancing. Like... Some people dance, you know. There's a dance yeah. floor, but it wasn't crowded. It wasn't mm-hmm. any of that stuff. It was just like people just enjoying themselves and yeah, like yeah. There was a couples area. There was you know mm-hmm. people were playing in there and whatever, and you could just watch. I mean, you can always just watch. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's one of the great things. Like, mm-hmm. there's all, there's so many, I mean, we learned so fast that so there's so many different layers of participation, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. you can come in and watch and, you know, ideally show some sort of appreciation for the thing that you're seeing, mm-hmm. you know, like. But it wasn't intimidating at all. Mm-hmm. And that was mm-hmm. my biggest thing. I was like, okay, what am I going to go into? There are going to be all these hot women walking around. I'm going to be this old lady walking through the club, like. It was not like that at all. Right, One yeah. million percent not like that at all. And I think that's a really good thing to think about because it's mm-hmm. like, those, those are our initial our initial experiences. And that's something that's th- like sort of a, um, a psychological theme that has uh, recurred um, over the... Over the various uh, times and places that we've gone. There's always, mm-hmm. there's always that anxiety because, I mean, like you look at the advertising yeah. for any of these places and... Um, you look, so, I mean, sometimes depending on where you're going, sometimes you, you walk in and it's just like, I mean, I've just certainly, I did that with a fancy place. You mm-hmm, know? I, right. I walked in and I was like, Jesus, God, like every single, <laughs> like I'm the, like I'm the only man here who is, you know, apparently under six, five. <laughs> and I, um, and they all look like, they, they all look like they're in training to, be extras in like a marvel superhero movie or something you know like (laughs) what what is this place yeah it's really it's sort it's pretty intimidating right right and that's what yeah that's what you think all of them are gonna be like right yeah like i like that right and exactly it's like at this place anyway i was just like oh there's a lot of different people Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of different body types mm -hmm. ages like yeah 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 there were yeah, it was it was a diverse crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really it was really comforting and very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, I still wasn't relaxed enough to join the people who were like <laughs> started having sex next to us and like waving us, trying to wave us in. You know, yep. I was like uh, well, like no, we're just watching. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I had to give I like I forget how many different like weird codes that we developed to talk about like. You know, walking away from a situation so we could chat it out. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, how do you, what do you want to do? What do you want? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> lots of conversations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were lots of conversations. But, you know, those people are. Good friends of ours now. Good friends of ours. Yeah. They, weren't they the first? They're like the we, first, yeah. That we played with when we saw mm-hmm. them like mm-hmm. a couple months later. Yeah. They're. I don't, were they the first people that we, like the first couple that we actually played with and swapped with? Because, because that was like, that was their, 
or one of their early experiences and they seemed like varsity level to us mm -hmm. when we first met them and then the next time we met them we'd like we'd been around the block already <laughs> and it was like their second or third time mm -hmm. and we were like we were just you know hardened to veterans by that point <laughs> like we knew all, it had all the we knew all the language and mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure we had I'm we pretty... played with one woman first right yeah. right yeah, yeah. So that's, I just remember that. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 But anyway, those, those, that couple were being our friends. Yeah. Know, yeah. Five years later. Totally. Yeah. So. We're like, yeah. And coming to our like wedding and everything. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So that was how we got started. But. Um, and we went to, we, like when we, when we went to the, the club and at the time mm -hmm. we had, um, I think a lot more, we had a lot more boundaries. We did have a lot more boundaries. Like I didn't, I didn't want us kissing other people because mm -hmm. I thought it was too passionate. Like I wanted you, you know, yeah. it's like, you can save that for me. And then, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think a lot of people do that, though. They're like, you know, it's kind of like baby steps. Like, okay, mm -hmm. this is okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then this is okay. I feel comfortable with this. Wait, not that. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a lot of conversations. We've, we've talked a lot about yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, like, every little nuance. And even in the moment, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we'll say, uh, can we go get some water? Or mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not feeling this person. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll we'll see a couple that we want to play with, and it's like, yeah, but I, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> you like her, yeah. and I like her, but I don't like him. Mm -hmm. Or you know, mm -hmm. and it's just like it's an ongoing conversation that's just I don't know, just kind of a just ongoing. It's yeah, like it's not yeah. even you know. There's a lot of discovery happening there's mm -hmm. a lot of like figuring out what you're comfortable with what i'm comfortable with what our boundaries are mm -hmm. what would be super fun in the moment or you know yeah, yeah. usually want to discuss that ahead of time <laughs> yeah yeah and there that's um i mean there, there's definitely um there are definitely a couple of different kinds of conversations that we are able to have or we do have there's the there's the one that is either you know after we've been at the club and we you know we're doing our little uh, bur oh, burrito time yeah debrief <laughs> um but and there's also the uh the precursor in which we're asking one another okay like what are we comfortable with what do you what do, what would you like to do or where you know what's the where are your boundaries today like or where kind of... are your fantasies or yeah, yeah. you know yeah. like what would you like to see happen mm -hmm. um yeah yeah but it is it's an ongoing conversation it kind of keeps the juices flowing, mm -hmm. keeps things kind of fun, but also yeah. like we're really focused on each other and mm -hmm. um, what we feel good about and what, you know, what mm -hmm. we might like to see happen. It does, you know, always if you go into a club or whatever and you're like, oh, I would expect just to have a threesome tonight or whatever, like that's not always. Get like, ready for a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever it is you walk in the door and like expecting or like thinking you're going to have, like that is, uh, that is absolutely. And I keep, I keep learning this lesson over and over again. Cause I'm, I'm like, I've got, a, I've got a weird, you know, I get like a vision in my head and, and, um, and it's like, I get, I keep having to learn and remind myself that if I get some sort of specific vision in my head that we haven't actually carefully orchestrated, um, in advance, <laughs> then that, that, whatever that is, is mm -hmm. not happening. And yeah. it's, I need to, I need to let go of it as quickly as possible so that I have as, you know, as much fun and am as much fun. Cause you know, right, if right. anybody's, yeah. If anybody's starting to turn into a grump about yeah. anything, then it's just, Nobody's having fun now. Yeah. Right. right. Um, or they'll go have fun without you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not me. I, I would be like, mm -hmm. yeah, having a conversation with you. But, um, but yeah, it's good to remain open. Mm -hmm. Like, just open. Just open yeah. to a new experience, a hot experience, like, or just watching something happen or mm -hmm. just learning about something. It's good to just be open, yeah, I've found, absolutely. instead of, yeah. like, going in with, like, okay, Tonight, let's, let's 
you know, have a threesome or foursome or a foursome mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, just be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we learned too that we uh, we we it, it took us a second, I think, to to sort of figure it out in the mm-hmm. in the space and the environment. But we ended we ended up realizing that we have we have a couple of of ways basically that when we when we go to a space like a club or something like that, then we have our own we have our own set of things that we can do that will make mm-hmm. will have fun no matter what we'll have a good time right and um it doesn't require like it doesn't require other participants to you know be exhibitionistic and do things Mm -hmm. in front of people and sometimes that leads to a thing um but sometimes it doesn't and it's just fun Mm -hmm. to uh enjoy one another and know that a bunch of people are watching and appreciating Mm -hmm. so we are definitely exhibitionists yeah, we figured that one out pretty quickly. Yeah, right? It's like, watch, enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. participate if you want, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it's a good time to take a little break, yeah. and um, we'll come back and talk about what we get out of swinging. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. should start oh uh, we've already started <laughs> okay <laughs> well, all right. yeah so we're back and we're talking about basically um what you know what we what we get out of the swinging experience and also what what does swinging look like to us now that we've got at this point about five years under our belts mm-hmm. in terms of experience mm-hmm. um so we already we already stated that we did the thing that if you've you know we assume everybody's I mean this is one of the reasons why we're not focusing necessarily on trying to be the great educators or anything like that we're right. talking about uh, we're mostly interested in in sharing the kind of experience we're having as people who are coming to this later we're coming in after forty we're you know we're we're not like we're not you know. We're, we're, we're not in our 20s and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, going to the uh, going to the sex club and immediately being the center of everybody's attention. Right. <laughs> right. Um, we're uh, or even our 30s. You know, we're not we're not coming at this mm-hmm. um, early the way a lot of people who are running podcasts like this seem mm-hmm. seem, you know, they, they seem to have. Um, that kind of perspective we've been at this for a while we mm-hmm. know all of the sex educators we know all the people and we mm-hmm. we provide that kind of education it's more, more just sort of a hey here's what it'll look like for us this is how, these are the things that, that we feel while we're while we're having this experience and right we're um, just regular average yeah. everyday people yeah pretty much and we're having this experience and loving it yeah that's absolutely. pretty much it right and, and right. you know we're not perfect Mm-hmm. We're not rich. We're not, you know, we're not anything. We're mm-hmm. just ordinary people yeah. enjoying our experience and wanting mm-hmm. to share it. Because mm-hmm. we like to share yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you did. You went there. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, we just mentioned that we, did, we if if anybody is like us and, and has... Um, you know, read some of the literature or listened to some of the other podcasts and stuff like that. One of the things that you've probably encountered is the idea that, or some of the great sex sex educators that I wish I had when I was growing up, mm-hmm. um, like you know people Dan like Dan Savage, Savage yeah, cool. um, who you know who who, who um, say you know say things like there are a bunch of different ways to do this and mm-hmm. communication is key and when people are doing non-monogamy they usually start their experience with a with a bunch of ground rules that mm-hmm. they slowly shed as they gain more trust and more experience right um or not maybe they hold on to them and that's and that's what they do and that's fine yeah yeah that's fine too it's i mean you, we hold on to the stuff that's important to us we mm-hmm. are you know we figure out what our what what our um you know our actual permanent boundaries are mm-hmm. uh, versus um, the stuff that starts off as as boundaries that we have because we're still a little bit 
we're a little bit nervous and mm -hmm. we're a little bit, you know, self-conscious, et cetera, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, but once we have that confidence that, you know, that, that, that feeling of surety that goes with knowing that our partner is there for us and we're there for them and we fe feel like that, the touchstone that mm -hmm. we were talking about before, then that's, I think, when we, that's, that's, I think, when we shed everything down to what our real boundaries are, like the things that are right. like, okay, this is, here's where I'm never going to negotiate here's my mm -hmm. here here's here's my actual limit right. right and it takes a while i mean we did we did ba we did we did baby steps right and lots know. of conversations lots of lots of conversations yeah. and then experiments along the way and mm -hmm. then yeah things still you know we're not perfect we don't you know do everything perfectly every single nobody, time like not nobody nobody does nobody does yeah. That's, nobody um, does is just kind of just yeah. keep talking that's yeah. it we just keep talking and understanding mm -hmm. and being open yeah, and yeah. good giving and game is, you know, kind of our thing mm -hmm. and just keep talking. Yeah. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big one. And that, that kind of leads So like we now, like what is, what's, what's our model for uh, swinging? Like, how would you like to describe that? What's our model for yeah, swinging? Our model. Yeah. Like how do we, do, what's, how do we do? How do we do? <laughs> how do we do? Well, we are full swap, which means that we... Uh, have full penetrative sex with other people, um, mm -hmm. kissing, oral, all of that. But with, you know, we do set up parameters and mm -hmm. like what that means, like no humiliation, no anal, mm -hmm. things like that. But we, we definitely tell. Unless the stars align and it's like, <laughs> it's it, it's it's rare to the point that it's basically just like it comes standard in our list of boundaries when we're talking with people right like yeah. don't bite the nipples mm -hmm. yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> we're a condom for everything yeah. yeah yeah but we do we we have a you know a, a list of things that we tick off but mm -hmm. uh we are full swap which means that it which has been you know before we were you know same room mm-hmm uh, which means you're in the same room and mm -hmm. you are, you know, touching your own partner, kissing your own partner. Maybe there's some in yeah. incidental touching. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mostly it's just, you know, you're you're in the same room and you're you're doing whatever you do mm -hmm. at whatever level you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And then there is um, soft swap. Yeah. Which is like oral and maybe some kissing, mm -hmm. definitely some touching. Things yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, there there are always like boundaries within each of these levels as well. Oh yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. Like, don't touch here, but this is okay. Like, mm -hmm. you can kiss my neck, but not my mouth. Yeah, like really depends on who we're we're talking mm -hmm. to, like what their boundaries are. Mm -hmm. And we, and we do we do for for a while we had a very um, we had a very uh, and we still use it like one of our big formulas for checking in as we go and in. in encouraging and receiving the uh you know enthusiastic consent like can i do this can i do that um we keep we we definitely have that as just sort of part of the program especially if we're meeting somebody who's new that's mm -hmm. a stranger because let's face it if we're going to a sex club one of the big exciting things that's pretty exhilarating is the fact that you may very well just meet some people there who you have sex with mm -hmm. like the sort of um like casual sex experience right right yeah and it's um so you may or may not have completely established what kinds of boundaries there are before play you may have like kind of a loose list but it's a really good idea we or at least part of what we like to do too mm -hmm. you know just can i touch you here yeah exactly can i kiss right? you here it's yeah. also very hot <laughs> i know right yeah it's so it's, it's so, like yeah. yes uh, yes. <laughs> it's so, like, it's so funny, like, um, er earlier, way before we had awesome, positive, uh, you know, sex educators in the world, you know, the Dan mm -hmm. Savages and the Tristan Taraminos and, and all that, like, um, how just the sort of common wisdom, the common sense, not a term I actually believe, you know, but, you know, <laughs> com the common sense, uh, the, the common sense approach was always, um, you 
like asking for any of these things like any kind of check-in or something like this is like spoiling the mood somehow yeah. right and you're supposed to just use your psychic powers to figure <laughs> out what's going to like but you already know oh yeah you already you, know you yeah, should yeah. know right yeah and what's hot right yeah you use every your, single person on the planet yeah you use your intuition like you, you just <laughs> start doing a thing and when the person's like swats your hand away or something like that, I'm like, okay, maybe not that thing. Right. <laughs> versus, versus what you get out of swinging, which is everybody communicates like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel like that's a really good segue. So it is. Start getting into like, what do we get out of swinging? Yes. Yeah. We get a lot of communication, for sure, between mm-hmm. the two of us. We get communication with people, like on a really intimate level mm-hmm. with. You know, people that we have never met before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Or or just with, you know, people that we've hung out with before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, it's all about communication. It really is. So, yeah. I, I find it all fascinating once again. You know, it's all just like, you know, how do you, how do you get to the point of going from, stepping into a club to mm-hmm. well that should probably be another episode <laughs> like stepping into a club to having sex mm-hmm. yeah we'll put it <laughs> like, yeah we'll, put a pin in that put a pin in that one yeah <laughs> like um but yeah i mean that's actually like a great because between us too like i don't think i've um i don't think i've ever had as much communication with a partner oh for sure in yeah, my life i haven't either yeah like i mean it's but you I, and, have to. Right. And I love to, you know, I'm one of those people, I, like, I have to, I have to talk my problems out with people, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I have to have, I have to have an actual discussion mm-hmm. and sort of, and sort of reason it out and figure out where they're coming from and, and figure out where I'm coming from and, and, you know, what's, what's missing from, um, what's, what's missing from my understanding of mm-hmm. the equation right. so that I can, so that I can reassess how I'm navigating anything. Like mm-hmm. it's always been just a massive frustration to me in not just like intimate relationships, but relationships across the board of any kind. Right. Right. Any kind of interpersonal relationship, the, uh, um, the inability to actually have a real commit like a real communication mm-hmm. about um anything that we might need to communicate mm-hmm. about and it's so it's such a huge part of my own sense of comfort and um my you know like my ability to be increasingly just more vulnerable in our relationship Mm -hmm. um is just a it's such it's just a direct um result of the fact that we have to communicate all the time in order to make in order to make sure that we're doing right by each other and and understanding where every where our boundaries are and making sure that we're you know doing all of our check-ins and stuff that that's just it just makes the it makes every other aspect of the relationship we have that feel that much richer Mm -hmm. yeah it really does and like i thought all of this i'm like okay here we go we're getting into this like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna jealousy is gonna rear its ugly head like i'm gonna be and it will and it does you know it, it does it definitely does but it's just not even to the extent that i thought it would Mm -hmm. so i want people to be aware that like i've been a ragey jealousy monster in the past like i'm sure some people have i know you probably haven't had that experience but i've been i've had that problem when i was like i think that's probably going to be an issue for me Mm -hmm. and it just you know it you know it's it's cropped up a couple times but it's been a while but that really has been pushed down by the fact that we have so many conversations about like mm-hmm. what I'm comfortable with, what you're comfortable with, yeah. what, like, and if that thing is not okay with me, it's not okay with you. Yeah, yeah. you know, like you're 100% like, okay, we won't do that thing. We won't mm-hmm. do that thing. Right. Yeah. Like that's, um, because that's a really important to me because I don't want you know, like I, I, I want to know that you are are safe with me and that Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm watching out for your, you know, your emotional and physical health 
while we're having this adventure. Right. And anytime, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's why I love the um, level of communication that comes with living in this lifestyle is because, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I can know, I can know for, I can know with incredible certainty, um, exactly, exactly where you're at and, um, how you're feeling and what is or is not okay mm-hmm. way before anything like bad happens, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, way, way before any line gets crossed. And that's, right. that's one of the things that I love about it. It, it, just, mm-hmm. it just provides... Um, it provides so much, uh, clarity and so much confidence, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and jealousy is a thing that can happen. I mean, I, I will say I have definitely experienced, um, different layers of jealousy in our relationship, right? Um, and definitely in past relationships, but like, it's, um, it's really tight. It's always been really tied into, um, a like in, into being kind of unsure where I am in the relationship and right. also like um you know like uh it's it's always it's always yeah it's, it's always been tied with uh really closely to more more like feelings of um uh like I'm not that like I'm not like I'm not that safe in a relationship Mm-hmm. And so, so for us, like for me, the jealousy stuff and, you know, I'm, I'm usually not going to, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to like communicate jealousy necessarily because it's one of those like, oh, come on, man, um, <laughs> work, work it out. But it, it, it definitely came, um, really early in our relationship before mm-hmm. things, before things were like, uh, before thing before we were really established. And, and mm-hmm. as we <laughs> like, as we've entered into this lifestyle, those sorts of feelings just sort of fall away because I feel so, um, so totally safe in our relationship, Yeah, which is yeah. kind of interesting because mm-hmm. you'd think, I mean, you know, our standard sort of mainstream culture wisdom would be that it would be the opposite, you right. know, like I should feel completely threatened, uh, because we're, you know, we're having like a threesome with another guy and uh or a gangbang or a gangbang right yeah <laughs> um right i was i was gonna just use the threesome example but, uh <laughs> i just saying <laughs> right for the record i feel completely secure during during the game gangbangs like uh sometimes like even more than um like i feel even more secure and more sure about what's going on than when we're having like a threesome with just another woman or something you know yeah um yeah but i, I was like gonna the ladies uh, huh i like the ladies you do <laughs> like the ladies <laughs> pretty enthusiastically but not more than you <laughs> <laughs> well you know um I come with a like I I come with an entire living situation of advantage and like a, like a house and <laughs> you know I, I make you coffee in the morning and you know we haven't established that with any <laughs> ladies yet. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I was just I was I was just gonna say like the uh, you know the the prevailing like if we start having like a threesome or something. And, um, there's, you know, the, the common wisdom is, you know, like the person we're having a threesome with has like a bigger dick than me or something, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd like, I should be, I, I should feel like weirdly threatened by that. Um, or I guess not weirdly, it's just the, the common sort of expectations. Like not at all because you have the perfect dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> thank you. Um, this, uh, this episode is uh, brought to you by my perfect dick. Uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> well you know for you um but you know i've got it's got it comes with the power of love um <laughs> but i get that yeah i, I can imagine yeah. you know that's yeah. like me thinking of somebody who has the perfect tits or whatever mm-hmm. like you know whereas mine yeah gone a little south or, or whatever you know? <laughs> or they're not as big or yeah. you know whatever and yeah it's just like what you're born with but mm-hmm. but but i get it it's like right yeah it's one of those things you're like oh mm-hmm. but it's like 
Not yeah. even that is not even a factor to me. Mm-hmm. Not even a factor. Right. Yeah. And me, me either. And um, the other, but besides all the communication as well, it's like, um, I also, you know, we're 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 not like you know, we're we're not he we're not like I don't know heavy rollers. Like, what would be a good term to 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 use here? Um, we're we're not like huge in our local swinging scene as far as i can tell or that i am aware of right like oh like major players yeah yeah like no yeah we're we're not like average joes yeah we're we're not like we're we're not like one of the what was that the the thing that made me mad that one time it's like the uh the single guy who's like walking around in like the quote you know quote unquote couples area and like and the investor yeah yeah at the fancy club right yeah he's one of the he's one of the investors so he he basically every single other person in the entire place would get kicked out for this but this guy can just for the rules that yeah they've posted on every wall in Mm. every room yeah here this guy gets to break them um (laughs) but anyway we'll put a pin in that one too but um the we also saw him at the at the uh, dive bar club. Oh right, yeah. And I was like, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. He's the he's the guy who breaks the rules. He's that guy. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So like, we're not. We're. We're. That's not. That's not our our role in our our community we're, we're not really sure what our role in our community is because we're but we, we are, are participants we are participants but we're like we're and building active. yeah but we're like we're building a little you know a little community and and uh i always feel like really good you know really strong friendship connections mm-hmm. with like the people that we meet and play with and mm-hmm. stuff and i'm always like um i'm always really excited to hang out with them even with or without the sexual component, just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to be in the presence of people that I think of as being, you know, as just really good friends, like mm-hmm. having the conversations and, um, enjoying and each other's company and then, and then having sex with them, which is yeah. great, you know? Or it's just really interesting to have conversations with people at the club who are also into the lifestyle. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, we definitely don't talk to our friends, like our I don't know some of our friends about it I don't talk to any of my friends about it but Mm -hmm. um you know it's just it's nice to be open it's nice to be open and honest and 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 just talk to people about lifestyle stuff and it's like yeah yeah yeah. I never thought I'd be doing this either but it's Mm -hmm. it's great it's great I can't imagine myself doing anything else yeah, yeah, and, and like telling, like talking to each other about like mm-hmm. stuff that we've learned, and it's like, like is this difference. fun? It's it's yeah. just kind of like a I don't know subculture, mm-hmm. different kind of mindset. But it's like, why doesn't you know? Why doesn't everybody do this? Like, I, I feel like so many marriages <laughs> right. would be saved. So many, just like mm-hmm. so much heartache would be alleviated. Right. Yeah. Like I don't know, but everybody's different, and it's. You know, not for yeah, everyone. I'm it's not, not for everyone. I can't yeah. say. I can't say it's for everyone. No, I'm, I'm not going to. I would never. I would never knock anybody's like. You know, I mean, there. It's foolish to think that there's one true way to do anything. Yeah. Right. Like um, we don't. We don't do poly. Like that's not for us. We don't yeah. do. You know, a whole lot of other things. But mm-hmm. this is this is the thing that we do. Yeah. This is the yeah. This and, is and it works for us. Yeah. And we're just hoping you know other people will hear this and and know that maybe it can work for them too. Yeah. It, even as they're you know maybe checking it out for the first time at, around yeah, our same age sure. bracket you know, um, and that, that, I think that's a really, I think that's a really um, important thing to stress. You know, it's like it. it we're there there may there you know there, there may be some some somebody you know we'll like we'll eventually we'll get a, a listener maybe yeah. <laughs> um who is oh he needs one yeah who's <laughs> our you know our age and and getting getting started right now and looking to explore you know right now for many of the same same reasons that we may yeah you know we got started you know we're in the end of 
long, uh, you know, monogamous relationships that, um, or, or just the, the end of the end of a, a phase of life where you start to realize that, um, maybe you hadn't really examined your own sexuality, you know, or maybe you're still in a relationship with someone and you're like, mm -hmm. let's spice it up, mofo. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. Because that's the yeah. thing too. It's like, you know what? I love you. I wanna I wanna continue on. I'm like mm -hmm. over forty, but I'm like I'm still feeling good. I'm yeah. like whatever, let's mm -hmm. let's try something new. Right. Let's yeah. try something new and, and letting people know that this is not a scary thing. No, it's yeah. not scary. No, no, not even. Just a try bit. it. Just check yeah. it out. Yeah. Well, on that note, <laughs> Um, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, discuss some of the other things that, um, we've kind of touched on in, in this episode and future episodes, but yeah. this is sort of a getting to know you. <laughs> um, this is, uh, this is Come Out Swinging, um, the professor. I'm Marianne. And we hope to share an adventure with you. See you next time.